Welcome to the Who Gives a Fit podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I'm here to take the BS out of everything nutrition, exercise, and health related. In today's episode, we're talking about alcohol and the impact that it has on any goal you're trying to reach, whether that's lose fat, build muscle. We're going to talk about how much of an impact it plays in reaching those goals and if it's something you should continue to drink or if it's something that you should try to eliminate and possibly how it might be playing a role in whether or not you've been seeing results over the last couple months or so or in the future if you struggle to see results this could be something for you to look into. January. And that means a lot of people are participating in dry January. Do I think that dry January is a good thing? Yes and no. Of course, my personal preference is to limit alcohol consumption. And you will hear why as I go further in this episode, but to each their own. And I just think that dry January is very much gives very much the vibes of Whole30, 75 hard, and I don't love either of those, mostly because they give people an all or nothing mindset and they aren't really programs that you can sustain long term. And I would much rather have someone approach a goal with many habit adjustments that they can sustain and build on long-term than trying to do everything at once, getting overwhelmed and giving up usually before even the challenge or whatever it is ends. <laughs> no. So we're going to talk about alcohol today. So might, might as well give an example based on that. So let's say you drink three times a week and you want to reduce how much you drink. So start out by dropping down to two days a week. Then if you want to drop down further one day, and then eventually no drinking if that's what you want to do. But I do not think that going all in and just saying, no, I'm not going to drink for 31 whole days. I think that's going to lead you to drinking more and binging and (laughs) drinking, getting back to drinking faster. And that doesn't seem efficient to me and it doesn't make sense. So if you're on, if you're doing dry January, love that for you, but maybe consider adjusting it to what makes sense to you and what you feel like would be more sustainable for a longer period of time. Now getting into the good stuff. First of all, we all know the usual symptoms of a hangover or being drunk all of that good stuff, nausea, (laughs) headaches, um, dehydration, all of those things are not very fun to have. And those alone can impact how we go about reaching our goals during that day and the day following. So obviously, if you don't feel well the next day, you're going to be less likely to eat the food that needs to be eaten and do the exercise that needs to be done because you don't feel well. And that can bleed into multiple weekends and it really all adds up. 
And dehydration alone is not great for the body and how we digest food. Water helps shuttle minerals in our waste through our systems. So if we're dehydrated, that plays a big role in how our body responds to other things. So off the bat, those symptoms that we know well already, we know they aren't great. We know we don't love them. If you're listening to this, you're probably like, "Hmm, I should probably reduce my alcohol to begin with. That's why you're listening to it. So let's talk a little bit more about other things that contribute to whether or not you're seeing progress in a fat loss more specifically, but we will talk about a little bit about how it impacts muscle growth as well, because a lot of people want to see defined muscle as they want to be tone per se, and muscle plays a big part in that. So we will get into that as well. But in addition to our usual symptoms, we need to know that the calories and alcohol add up very fast. Even those drinks that say no carbs, uh, all the ones that are just like a hundred calories, they add up very fast. And if you track macros specifically, you will need to know that alcohol is its own macronutrient. We put it in either carbs or fats if we are using like my fitness pal or something because we don't have a specific alcohol macro to add it into. But alcohol is its own macro. It definitely does not fit into protein, never It doesn't have the properties to do that. So we just add it into carbs or fats. And in a situation where you see a can that says only has five carbs, that's a lie. What you need to do is look at the calories on the can and do your own calculation. So if we're looking at a hundred calorie drink, we would divide the hundred calories by four for carbs. And then we would get 25 carbs. And if you've been tracking macros for a hot second, you realize how much of your day that takes up. It's quite a bit. If we were to do it for fats, we would do 100 divided by nine, and that would be 11 fats. So for some people, that could be like an entire meal or snack as far as carbs and fats go. So it takes up quite a bit. And that's for one, one drink. Imagine if you had like, four. (laughs) That's like half your day (laughs) for some people, depending on how much you're able to eat. So it's really a decision of what you want to allocate your calories to when you're trying to see progress. And so not only do the calories add up in that sense. um, Also, I just want to take a step back for a second. If you see a can or whatever that says no carbs, uh, still do the calorie calculation because just because they advertise, I see this all the time. My husband actually sent me a picture the other day of uh, a drink that said it had no carbs and that it was like not healthy, but you know, it was low calorie, blah, 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 trying to get people sucked into drinking it. Cause they're like, Oh my God, no carbs. That's like no calories. That's wrong. <laughs> they are not, they are allowed to advertise like that to trick you into 
purchasing it thinking that it won't play as big of an impact when it does. They're not, they're not telling you about the alcohol in there. So make sure you're doing the calorie calculations no matter what. So in addition to calories that add up from alcohol itself, when we drink, we tend to make not as good decisions post-drinking. Now, right after, how often are you likely to have a couple drinks and then go out to dinner and choose the salad over like a cheeseburger or pizza or french fries? It doesn't happen often. Most people will choose higher calorie options after drinking. That's just how it works. That's what we crave. And those calories also add up. So that is another thing that you need to pay attention to. In addition to that, (laughs) it just keeps adding up. So the next day when you don't feel good, you're probably going to be less likely to want to make that healthy meal and eat it. We crave a lot of carbs and fats and comfort foods when we don't feel as well or if we're tired, we just order out and that it all is a domino effect. So if you're doing that every single weekend, you're even if you're under eating because you don't feel well, your body still isn't getting the nutrients it needs. Um, So the decisions that are altered after having alcohol play a role in the results that we see. Some people might not really recognize this part of alcohol as well, but it doesn't provide us any nutritional value, like zero, none at all. Like, yes, I'm sure you've seen those articles like, oh, red wine, you know, I don't even remember what they say because they're just so full of crap. Sure. Yeah. They probably provide you some amount of like a certain vitamin or something after drinking a lot of it (laughs) in one glass. I doubt you're getting any sort of beneficial benefit from your glass of wine. Sorry. It's just, there's no, it's just, there's way more like bad benefits. They're just getting, trying to get you to drink alcohol. Okay. There's more bad benefits than there are positive benefits. (laughs) That's, it is what it is. So you should be getting most of your nutrients from real foods, vegetables, protein sources, those kinds of things. Um, and look, there's no judgment here. I have made the choice to have drinks over more nutritious options. It, it happens. No judgment. But more often than not, we should be choosing the choices that are better for our bodies. If you want to be healthy and see continued progress, that is. So, I mean, as always, this is ultimately up to you what you want to do. I'm just laying out the facts for you so that you have them and can make an educated decision for yourself and what works for you. Alcohol can also alter how well your body absorbs nutrients. So amino acids are an important part of 
protein. And when we have alcohol, our body absorbs things differently, including amino acids and other vitamins. It has more of an impact if drinking is a more severe case, but it does play some part a little bit when we just do it on a regular basis. In addition to that, a lot of people don't realize how alcohol affects our metabolism as well. It pauses fat burning until all the alcohol is metabolized. So our body will, if it has alcohol in it, it will metabolize the alcohol first, then it will go back to burning fat. So for the period that your body is processing the alcohol, you are not burning fat. Does this play a huge part in how quickly we see fat loss? For most people, probably not, but it is something to keep in mind if it's something you're doing regularly and you have a deadline that you're trying to hit, it would probably be best to abstain from alcohol for that period of time because you want to get the most out of your fat burning capabilities. So that is a really important part. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that for a very long time. So that is something to keep in mind as well. Alcohol processing causes our fat burning. In addition to causing our fat burning, it also can play a role in our recovery from workouts and how we build and maintain muscle. Like I mentioned before, muscle is a big part of maintaining fat loss and having a toned or defined look. And so we we need to be able to build it and sustain it. Sleep is when we build and sustain muscle. So during deep sleep, our brain is resting with very little activity. And that allows our blood supply to provide more to our muscles. It increases the blood flow to our muscles and it delivers extra amounts of oxygen and nutrients, which facilitates the healing and growth of those muscles. When we drink, it interrupts sleep. So when we drink our uh, GABA is increased and it release is released when we drink alcohol. And GABA is an inhibitor. And that is one of the reasons that alcohol makes you sleepy at first, but then all of a sudden you're realizing you're waking up multiple times. You wake up and you feel super tired because we do not get into that deep sleep. So we don't get the deep sleep. Our muscles aren't recovering as well because they aren't getting the nutrients and the extra blood that they need to grow and be all that we need them to be. Then the next day, again, you feel tired. And again, just like how if you didn't feel well, you would lead, it would lead you to making poor choices the next day because you're too tired and you don't want to put it, you can't or don't want to put in effort to your heavy workout or, you know, prepping your food or eating the healthy foods that you made. It really is just a domino effect. And that is a huge reason why I have been looking for 
more non-alcoholic replacements and the best options for that. So I've looked at different like herbal ones that are supposed to provide you with a certain feeling of like relaxed or energized, similar to what alcohol would do. I've also looked at into ones that taste similar and I am continuing to do reviews of those on my Instagram account at who gives a fit. If you want to check that out, I have a few on there at this point, but the, it's something that you can consider if you find that you are struggling with seeing the progress that you want to see and also feeling like you're involved. I am a drink girl. I love being involved in drinks, any kind of drinks like teas and coffees and also like alcohol. I like feeling like I'm involved. That's normal. It's normal to feel that. So there's nothing wrong with trying to find something that replicates that feeling of being involved and also helps you reach your goals and you don't feel like crap the next day. So if you have any suggestions, feel free to DM me on Instagram and let me know if you've tried something that you really love, that's an alcohol substitute. But I hope that this podcast was helpful for you in deciding whether alcohol is impacting your progress and if it's something that you want to work toward reducing or eliminating long-term. I know there are a lot of negatives to drinking alcohol, but I also understand the positives and that it makes us feel relaxed. It's a social thing. It's hard to go out with people who like to drink and feel like you're not involved. So I understand all of those positive that go with it. But if you're looking to overall improve your health, it's really, really something to consider. Let me know what you want to hear next, and I will catch you on the next one.